broadcasting live. Weekday morning, this is listener-supported One Radio Network. Well, we're back. We're back. Yeah, we were just... I was under the impression we were going to have... I was going to go a couple hours with uh, Dr. Kanabi. We could have, but that didn't happen. Uh, I don't think I was clear enough on my doing this, doing the deal with him, but uh, so that's how it goes. So I thought we'd spend a few minutes uh, this morning on the 10th of April and chat it up. I'd love to talk to you on the phone, but that's not going to happen this morning. <laughs> this phone thing has been uh, March 17th. It's gone down, and and we're still without the telephone. Oh, I call them every couple days, and they're working on them. So you can communicate by email if you want to uh, check in this morning on this Monday morning and uh, about anything that we'll, we'll talk about. And I have no idea what I'm going to talk about here because I really wasn't planning on doing another show. I thought, well, we talked to Dr. Kanabi for a couple hours and be done with it, but we have time here, and got a clean shirt on, so what are you going to do? I hope you're well and had a nice Easter time. Easter is a great time of the year when we all wake up and smell the coffee. I think that's what the whole um, Christ, uh, He has risen uh, kind of thing was about, uh, The um, metaphorically, of just in spring renewal and wake up and, uh, and that kind of thing. Not that, not that, I don't know, not that Jesus didn't materialize to his, his peeps three days later. He probably did. I mean, spiritual masters have, can do that, you know. Yeah. Yogananda, uh, Rebus Artar is one of my teachers. He, he has the ability to poof and pop in people's lives as he did with Paul Twitchell and, and um, dictated a couple of books to him. So, so spiritual masters can do that, and Jesus was certainly one. Uh, I think the only place the Christians, God love them, go wrong, and where they, can, they say he's the only begotten son of God. And of course, that's not true. You and I are also uh, sons of God, and um, so we, we got the, our whole Jesus thing going on as well. Um, I don't even know what. Hmm. I thought I had this one in there, but I guess I didn't. I was talking to myself. Don't mind me. If you would like to communicate and say hi and have a, a question or a comment about something that we do here, what I'm doing, what you're doing, what you'd like to do, um, you can email Patrick at one radio network dot com. Patrick at one radio network.com this email came in we didn't have time to get to it um, from Gertie, hi Gertie she said um, I had a relative that was hospitalized last year and required an NG tube not sure what that is a PEG tube the formulas the formulas the hospital used mainly had sugar and seed oils. Wow. My relatives who never had insulin or sugar problems developed insulin resistance on these. 
I did some research and there are very few companies that make these feeds without seed oils, corn syrup and white sugar. Oh, feeds, I guess in the bag where they feed the people. It seems like the hospitals are making more people sicker if they need to stay longer. Also seems dietitians are mainly paying attention to count. Yeah, God bless the dietitians. Uh, dietitians don't really know anything about nutrition. Sorry, they're just not taught about nutrition. So, you know, in my opinion, you don't really want to uh, work with a dietitian. I've met few over the over my life, and they don't understand uh, nutrition. They don't understand nutrition. We're going to talk to Varus Ahmad on Wednesday. He's got a lot of good things in the nutritional world. He'll be here on Wednesday. And um, so that'll be fun. Zoe Harkham, she's quite a researcher. And we thought we would look at her work and see what she's found out in the way of... uh, carbohydrates and uh, what the studies show and you know there's just so much so much conversation out there in the blogospheres and on the internet and and podcasts like ours of carbs and vegetables being terrible for you and um, meat fat eggs cheese butter milk tallow being the best food and it probably is. Uh, the more my the more and more I look at it and experiment with my body, I do the very best on um, a carnivore type diet. I feel the best. My stomach is the most quiet. I sleep the best. I, everything uh, than when I eat uh, uh, rice or pasta. And when I switch back and forth and I experiment, well, I have a little, and I can tell the difference. I don't think it, it would kill. It's going to kill anybody or shorten your life. I think it's mainly, uh, mainly, is that a word? Mainly, <laughs> mainly, uh, uh, depends on you and and uh, and how you want to feel and what your what your mm, motives are and your passions and what your goals are. I mean, that's really all that counts, right? Um, I mean, the idea is in just to, just to live longer just because and if you're not doing anything fun and productive, I mean, you know, you might as well just go and go somewhere else. Unless you just like hanging out. Um, Chloe writes in my, my, my feeling on processed foods is a lot of healthy ailments emanate from eating processed foods. Healthy ailments? I notice that my asthma symptoms flare up after eating processed foods even if they are produced processed foods with animal seed oils, and organic. 
What are animal seed oils? Oh, minimal. Sorry. With these lights, I misread it. Minimal. Yeah, according to Dr. Nabi, these things uh, uh, collect up and and accumulate in the body. And even if there's just a little bit, uh, I personally don't mess with them. I mean, almost every processed food, even the organic ones, you know, a mayonnaise or something, which I like to use every now and then, so now I make my own. Um, they they use uh, some kind of a oil, and even if it's organic, as Dr. Nabi just uh, lays out in his book, and in the last hour, uh, they're just not good for you. They have these linoleic acids, omega-6s, that um, screw up the mitochondria, and, and they cause problems. And all the research is there, all the numbers are there. His book is amazing. It goes through, oh, I put it over there, I mean, so get this book uh, for yourself when it comes out next month and uh, use it as a as a textbook and look at it. But if you, I didn't, I didn't read though. I just went through it, you know, in about an hour over the weekend. But if you, you really look at the, the data, it's there and all of these, all of these things that we've created in our culture since uh, 1900 have all been pretty much seed, seed oils, as Ray, Poo, Ray Pete used to call them, poofas, polyunsaturated fatty acids. So just stay away from them. It's easy peasy. And if you stay away from all of the seed oils, then you naturally will crave fat and then you have plenty of choices. Butter, tallow, ghee, I like ghee. You can cook with ghee. Uh, ghee, you can get grass-fed, grass-finished ghee online, and you can cook with it, and it withstands lots of heat, much more than butter. Butter will turn brown, and but, um, but then ghee is a really nice one, or just kiss Get the uh, grass-fed organic tallow. There's a company that I, I, um, I trade with, trade my Federal Reserve dollars with, uh, called Fatworks. They've got a great company, and you can get grass-fed, grass-finished, organic, all of them. That's the best. If you can get all three, beef tallow. And me, I just eat spoonfuls of it. Each spoonful is about, oh, I, I measured about 100 calories. So I sometimes will eat 500 calories a day just in beef tallow. And it, it tastes good. And then you can cook in it, um, you know. And uh, so that's where I get my calories is fat. And um, I actually have gained a little weight in the last few weeks, and you know what the weight is? It's water. Because that's the only thing I've done differently is drink three to four quarts. Some Yesterday I did four quarts, a gallon of water with a heaping teaspoon of sea salt in each quart, a la Darko Valchek, and he claims, and we'll see if he's right because I'm doing it, that the salt 
and the water is what blood plasma is, and you go in there, and it cleans up the blood, and a lot of aches and pains is just toxic toxicity that's coming in the joints, and um, then the entire body, after uh, some time, two or three months, will hydrate like it's never hydrated before because we just haven't eaten enough salt, according to what he says. And um, so at this point, I'm going with him and seeing what's going to make of it. So far, I really like it. I feel good. Um, feeling better than ever. I'm building some muscle <laughs> with my X3 and um, getting my calories from butter and a little bit of raw cheese, eggs, meat, bacon. I like bacon, goat's milk, tallow, ghee, and a little bit of olive oil. So now I'm, I'm not eating any vegetables or no carbs. I did the carb thing for a week or so, a few, few weeks ago or a month ago, thinking, well, I'm just trying. And it worked great, two, three, four days, and then all of a sudden, I started feeling... So I don't, you know, for now, I don't think carbs are for me, and boy, I sure love pasta. So I'm just going to have to go with it. Because <laughs> I don't like feeling yucky. I mean, I have a lot of stuff to do. So do you, right? We have stuff to do. I've been outlining uh, our fourth screenplay, number four. Been outlining that a little here and there and dug into more of that this weekend. And so that's our next project is our fourth screenplay. It's called Hero. Hero. You want to know what it's about? It's about a 30-ish, 34, 35, 40-ish uh, attorney female hero that um, meets up with a spiritual master on the inner planes and she learns her mission and so she wakes up and so she spends her life uh, going after the evildoers, the New World Order Davos crowd. and uh, But she does it with no violence and she just does it using her intuition, her spiritual powers to know what to do you know, asking for guidance, and so a nonviolent hero. So it's going to be fun. So that's the new one. From Carol, did the good doc talk about olive oil? He did, he did. Believes olive oil is fine. He did say that if one has had a long time um, time period getting the omega-6 linoleic acids the PUFAs in your diet for a long time and you're going to get off those that he recommended just go ahead and get off the olive oil as well because it's got about 10% omega-6 linoleic acid which is you know 
compared to soybean oil, what, 50, I think he said. I can't believe he, he remembered all that stuff. His book is great. Get the book. Um, and I think I've used olive oil my whole life, and I'm doing great. So I, yeah, I think. And, you know, just make sure you do a good one. Know where it comes from. If you can locate estate-grown olives where they're grown in one place and they make the olive oil there, you can find some olive oil uh, made in Italy, uh, grown in, you know, olives. And uh, also California has some. My favorite olive oil is from Jovial Foods, J-O-V-I-A-L Foods in Italy. I know the, the family that runs the Jovial Foods people. I know them. And uh, very cool. And it's a wonderful extra virgin olive oil. And you can actually get it once a year when it's harvested in October and you get the oil sometimes in November, December. So it's only like a month old or so. And you can go on their website, jovialfoods.com and uh, get the olive oil there. They also have, if you do eat uh, carbs... Stretching and yawning, Adam Bergstrom. If you do eat carbs, they have a organic brown rice pasta with egg. That's that's really a wonderful pasta. So if you do well with rice and you like pasta, they have a gluten-free, obviously, uh, organic brown rice pasta. Uh, it's an egg. It's a thin noodle, really. I like it better than a wheat pasta, and I, I grew up on wheat pasta. So until I fall off the wagon again, I won't eat any of that, but I'll fall off the wagon, you know. We all do. <laughs> we all do. Yeah, phones are still out. Uh, Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. Let's see. Thank you so much, Patrick. Uh, this is from Jan for such a great radio show. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for making all the replays available. Your shows and interviews have helped me question myself and my preconceived notions. You have been a big influence in awakening me to the horrors of our government, especially the Dems. <laughs> Thank you. From Jennifer. Wow, you're sweet. Well, we do what we can, my dear. We just do what we can. I, like you, are just throwing mud up against the wall. So for those of you who know, are new, uh, when one yawns, like I've been doing this morning, it doesn't mean I'm bored. People think it means it's bored, and you don't ever want to stop yawning. Let it come. Yawning is one of the most um, healthy things you can do, and the longer you can yawn, and I'll let yawn more if I talk about it, the longer you yawn, the more healthful it is. And if you can 
I would do it here, but I'm on the air. I need to change out this um, this uh, this battery. Let me do this. And uh, where are we? I think these are on sale. Oh, mushrooms, yeah. These are on sale right now. Let me let me promote some mushrooms on sale from Survival, and then I'll change out the battery. One of the very first things I do in the morning is come sit at my meditation chair, and that's when I take my dual extracted mushrooms from Survival, the chaga and the reishi. Both of these mushrooms are immunomodulators. If you had too strong of an immune system, like autoimmunity, it'll help to down-regulate and calm the immune system. If you have too weak of an immune system, like an immunodeficiency, they help to upregulate or strengthen your immune system. So whatever you're dealing with, they help to bring your immune system to balance. In addition to being immunomodulators and adaptogens, chaga is probably best known for its extremely high ORAC value or antioxidant content. It scavenges the body of free radicals. And reishi has a long history being used in conjunction with meditation and for reaching higher states of consciousness. And that's why I like to take these right before my meditation. There's a lot of medicinal mushroom supplements on the market to choose from, but most are made with cheaply produced mushrooms grown on grain and either ground up and put in capsules or extracted in non-organic alcohol. Survival does it differently. We use wild harvested chaga and organic certified wood-grown reishi fruit bodies, not the mycelial extract. And then we use an organic alcohol and a hot water extraction method and then recombine so you get the full benefits of these extremely high quality mushrooms. We are very proud to uh, be working with Daniel for, gosh, almost 15 years now on all of his products, uh, colostrum and, oh, pine pollen and elk velvet antler. These are two of our faves as well that we use a lot. And now these mushrooms. And you heard from there how they make them. I mean, he's really into it. So if, you, if you're a fan of these medicinal mushrooms, they are tonic, where you can use them every day. Shaga and Rishi are on sale right now on this 10th day of April. Code MUSHROOM. Promo code MUSHROOM. 15% off. Pew. 15% off. We are uh, moving into um, another level in our talk show here um, when it comes to us making our living with dollars. I know dollars. You know dollars. Dollars. So we'd like to ask you to consider sending us a monthly stipend thing in exchange for our shows. You can do $10, $20, $30. You can do five if you want. Whatever whatever you can afford and be comfortable with whatever you believe that our um, 
our product is worth, you can exchange value for value. And we need to be moving into this now because over the last six months, even though our numbers, hits and viewers, has remained stable, our sales have gone in the last six months, just slowly. Many reasons for this. People can't afford them. People don't have the money. Folks are hanging on to money because of the financial situation and, you know, stakes, <laughs> meat and eggs or everything, inflation, a lot of reasons. So, I can't figure that out. All I know is we have to survive. So, we're going to ask you to uh, support us. Send us some money every month if you can. Or if you can't do every month, just every now and then send us 25 bucks because it makes you feel good and exchange uh, the value that you get here. So we appreciate that. Thanks for doing that. That'd be fun. Um, Chris Kanabi, who was just on this show talking about these seed oils, he said something that kind of mm, hit a little button for me. Sometimes when uh, I get to the farmer's market late and all the eggs are gone and I know the people that when they do supplement uh, their chickens with a feed, as some many have to do, unless we're getting a lot of rain here and then the chickens have plenty of plenty of uh, feed just out there. I had chickens for a few years and once a, every night I would give them a few handfuls of feed just a few, and we had 15 chickens, that's all they needed. Um, but we were able to get organic, no corn, and no soy, which is important, according to Dr. Kanabi, which I didn't really think about. Oh, actually, they do have an egg in HEB, organic, pasture-raised, soy-free. So I'm going to have to find out if they're corn-free. Otherwise, if they're not, I'm not going to use those eggs anymore. But they do have soy-free eggs. Because these omega-6s, proven, proven, poofus, linoleic acid, cause problems. And that's what his whole book is about, Ancestral Diet. That's what it's about. And they can prove it from research all over the world. He's got 60 pages of notes, whatever they call those things at the end, you know, denoting different studies. And, and they've proven that these vegetable oils, seed oils, you know, the Western oils, canola, soybean, rapeseed, and everything, And then the omega-6s in corn and soy um, that come out in the eggs, if your chickens eat these, are, are detrimental to our health. And they'll build up and they can cause problems. They're causing all these problems. Uh, diabetes, heart disease, obesity, cancer, everything that goes on in 
the earth plane today. And he said something during the show an hour ago, and we'll start streaming this show after we get off here in a few minutes to watch it again if you're just tuning in, and we'll have the audio up too today, that he said if they got off the, um, if uh, they just took all the seed oils out, Crisco and all the seed oils, that the whole game would change. The entire two or three trillion dollar medical model, cancer, heart disease, it would just go away. Because they didn't have this stuff before these seed oils. They, they didn't, nobody had cancer. A fraction of people got heart attacks. But these things, along with uh, too much sugar, we know, and the carbohydrates and sugar, sugar, and uh, they'll just screw things up and they'll cause blood clots, strokes, uh, cardiac, heart disease, myocardial infarctions. They cause all of this stuff. So all of these diseases that doctors don't know anything about, God love them, most of them, can all be, would all go away. The FDA or the CDC, FDA, could just ban all seed oils, boom, you're done. Game over. And the whole medical model would just fall down. And then, if you include there is no viruses, holy cow. Can you imagine taking all the seed oils out, all the chemicals out of the food, and understand that there's no viruses or bacteria or parasites, in my opinion. Some people disagree with me on parasites, but I think they're there for a reason. I don't, I would never try to kill a parasite again. I used to. Um, uh, candida, mold, these things, well, mold is kind of different if it's in the walls from damp, but these things are all there for a, a reason. The body has candida in there for a reason. Everything goes away. The whole medical model, two, three trillion dollars, fall down and go boom. It's gone. Which is why they'll never do it. Getting to really like salt water. I think it was a fish in a past life or something. We used to do that when we were kids, right? Past life fish. <clears throat> Let's see some emails here. Let's see. Wow. You talk about a moldy This is from Andre in Denmark. Hi, Patrick. Could you please share 
the drawings of the seawater hydroponic setup from Don Jansen with me. Wow. You know how long ago that was? That was 10, 10 years ago, right? At least. I think I still have one somewhere. I'll see if I can scan it. Yeah, Don Jansen, speaking of uh, uh, seawater, the sea, salt. I think we used to live in the sea. I think we did live there. We swam around. Um, and he would dilute seawater in regular water. And I used to know the total dissolved solids. I'd have to go back. So you get a TDS meter and you can figure out exactly how much seawater to put in the water. And he developed a bed where you can, and there were just rocks. And you, and uh, I've got one outside um, I haven't used for years. And um, you have these rocks, pebbles, and then you put a plant with a root, like you you sprout the plant in little pots, and then you put them in in the um, in the rocks, and then you fill the rocks with this solution of ocean water and regular water, and you fill up the and you fill it up there, and you just do it, and then as soon as you fill it up, then you drain it and you do that once a day, and so the plants live on ocean water, a mixture of ocean water and regular water, hydroponic. And he used to grow amazing vegetables. And it's so interesting uh, that Andre from Denmark wrote in because this is the same principle that Darko Valchek is talking about and what I'm doing with water and sea salt because the ocean and sea salt has about a hundred and 44 minerals that we know of. There's billions of things in the ocean. But sea salt has at least 144 minerals that we know of. It's full of all kinds of other things that we're not smart enough to figure out. Um, how can whales can live under the ocean for a year before coming up? I don't know how they do. But you know what I mean. There's, there's a lot of stuff in the ocean. Chi, mojo, divine spirit. That's, we don't know. Anyway, um, and the ocean water and the sea salt is in the exact proportion ratios in the human body. Yeah. So, so you take the ratio between like magnesium and, and sodium and, and um, whatever, all these different minerals. They're the exact ratio in our body as what it is in the ocean. So that alone is an indication to me that we, we uh, souls, used to live in the, in the ocean. And we swam around probably for a million years and said, let's, let's go out there and see what's going on out there. I think that's how evolution started. Well, I think it started with, you know, and then, and then we became more and more conscious and then we walked around and then we jumped up in the trees and then we did this and then we did that. 
And then somewhere along the line, even though we were always souls, even when we were seaweeds, or gases, we, that's, those are souls too. They're, they're part of God. Somewhere along the line, and I'm not sure where, somewhere along the line, we souls knew that we knew. We, no, how would you say that? We said, wait a minute, I know that I know. Which animals and many plants, a lot of species, they just know. They just know. Can they love? Absolutely. Are they intelligent? Absolutely. Do they dream? Absolutely. Doodle, my girl here, she dreams all the time. And I talk to her in my dreams sometimes. We dream together. So they're souls. Animals are souls too. But I don't, and I could be wrong here, because what do I know? Even though I used to be one, I don't think they know that they know. And I don't, I don't, I don't think doodle or cows or horses think the same way we do, have this ego separate from soul. They're just souls. Pretty cool way to be. You just hang out and do what you want to do. This is what they do. And this is what we're trying to learn how to do. To not think. And you can learn how to do it. Because when you think, um, if you're not thinking consciously and being creative with your thinking, being creative, that's how we do things, by thinking. But if we're just thinking on automatic, like we've all done for lifetimes, jumping to this state of consciousness, that state, that state, that's the thinking about tomorrow, thinking about the past. That's not thinking. That's, I, I don't know what you want to call it, but it's not thinking. It's just being programmed by the mind. But you can get to the point where you're not programmed by the mind, and we only think when we want to. And that's fun. And the rest of the time, you just know. I suppose there's some telepathic uh, energy that goes on that you <laughs> that you know you're going to walk to the bathroom to go pee, but you don't think about it, and you've had that experience. So there's a whole communication going on, but it's not, you know, what we know is thoughts. Pretty fun. Because... All of this, this, um, all of these movements that we call thinking, just automatic rehearsing conversations we want to have with somebody, re redoing a conversation we just had. I can't believe it. I didn't tell them that. Whatever. I <laughs> should I do that? Um, do I deserve this? Um, fear. Oh, I can't do that. You know, whatever. All that crap. That's not thinking. That's just allowing the mind to regurgitate uh, all this stuff over and over again. And 
And this is what causes disease. The main cause. And then you pile on with seed oils and chemicals and stuff. It's no wonder, you know, it's a wonder that people can make it to 60, 70, 80, 90 doing this, but they do. When I think we're just, I think we're lined up to live as long as we want, actually. But 144 is kind of a good number for me. So if it's 144, I'm having a midlife crisis. Right on the nose. Or, or I will in November. I'll, have, I'll be having my midlife crisis November 7th, 2023. That'll be one half of 144. We'll have a midlife crisis party. <laughs> That's hilarious. I like it. Midlife crisis party. Okay. Do you see some of the things that people send me? Terry just signed up for an automatic payment of $5. See, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the memories. Do, 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 do. There's a lot of um, conjecture out there about um, people raising cattle um, considering putting these vaccines in their cattle. Uh, For the last couple of years, I've recommended not eating pork due to its high linoleic acid content, but there's even a bigger reason to avoid. Now since 2018, pork producers have been using customizable mRNA-based vaccines on their herds. Well, you gotta know the source. That's our trademark, know the source, and uh, you can find producers of cows and pigs and chickens that have never used these things and I don't even know what that means. Uh, I think some of these stories could be fear porn. Um, since 2018, pork producers have been using mRNA-based vaccines on their herds. Do you think that's true? I don't know. But if you eat pork from the store, you want to find out. Could be. If you 
can maybe find somebody that we could talk about it, I will. And don't let that word mRNA scare you. I think it's being used for, you know, tied into these vaccines used for this imaginary virus and I don't know. So I don't I don't know enough about it. Uh, I think it's being used in these kind of articles just to fear people out. So don't get all crazy do you know what's going on. But if you're buying your meat from any place other than a farmer's market where you know the person and can ask them, I would uh, recommend you find out who the producer is and ask the people if they're putting in anything in there that you don't want. It's your job. I mean, if you shop at Safeway or HEB, you could call the meat person, the head meat dude, and ask him the question. They have an organic pork at the HEB, and I purchased some, I kind of liked it. And they had the name of the pork producer on the label, and I went on their website and checked them out. And they're really cool. Regenerative farmers, uh, um, ancestral raised, uh, no, no grains, and cool. So that's what I do, and I would recommend you do that. Because that's the only way you know for sure. Don't just um, read some article and get all crazy, because you don't know what people are doing these days. the difference between MMS and sulfur? I've had a few people ask because they've seen lots of stuff on the internet about MMS carrying everything under the sun. Well, I think you're confusing MMS uh, with MSM. MSM is sulfur And sulfur, that's what we sell, is pure sulfur. They do make it in a lab with um, DMSO and hydrogen peroxide. DMSO is not an industrial solvent. You can use clean DMSO. So again, all this stuff, you read these, these things and they just make it up. MSM is 34% sulfur by weight and breaks down into sulfur. Yeah, sulfur is um, used for detoxification. The one we sell, 100% pure sulfur. It's the real deal. Now, MMS is pretty much bleach water. Not true. Just got to be careful what you say. Miracle Mineral Supplement, or chlorine dioxide, is, um, uh, is actually... Um, a very safe and effective way to 
kill a lot of uh, a lot of imaginary viruses. <laughs> what can I say? But it's been used for things in Africa for what are some of the big African diseases? So it must help the body to, to detoxify something. But it's chlorine dioxide, and uh, you use um, you make it using, I don't even know what it is. I used to know all this stuff with chlorine dioxide. But people use it, and they, 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 they detoxify a lot of stuff. So it's called MMS, but it's not just bleach water. It's a, it's a certain form of bleach that is oxygen, and it doesn't kill friendly bacteria. So bleach or hydrogen peroxide kills everything. So you don't want to use that. But I have a little water pick thing that I put uh, a product called, um, what's it called, Restore? I don't even know, know the name of it. It's, uh, it's called, um, I'll have to look at it downstairs, but it's just chlorine dioxide. Doodle, would you go downstairs and get the, She's got four paws, and she can't go up the stairs holding the thing. Uh, next commercial, I'll, I'll bring it up and I'll show you the bottle. But this is good stuff that you can water pick with or just um, use it as a mouthwash before bed, and it will go after anything that should not be there, but without killing all the friendly bacteria in your mouth. We first learned about it from um, the doctor you know, the doctor that did her whole little program. See, I don't keep all these names in my head because that's the only way I cannot think. You see, <laughs> you see, if you keep these, all these names and stuff uh, front and center and think about them a lot, then you'll think about them a lot. I don't do that. After I'm done with something, I file it away. That's the only way I survive this thing called living on the earth plane. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. Because if you don't need it, why, why, why have it out there? Now I may have to go back and look at to find it or if you really want to it all you have to do is say okay I'd like to bring back that substance that I use what's the name of that and it'll come back in that's all you got to do that's how the mind works it'll come back in not sure when when you least expect it closest see how long did that take? The mind is the most amazing. Did you did you see that? What happened? Did you hear that? The mind is the most amazing relational database ever. And if you can learn how to use it, 
like I have learned, and try to help you learn, you can do exactly that. Want to remember something? What was that? If we don't use the mind like this, we are being programmed by the mind, so we are then not a good place. Because we repeat stuff, like this last email, that may or may not be true, but somebody told us and we remembered it and then we repeat it and see it on the internet and it's true and then and it's true for us because we believe it. It's just how it works. We are the programmer. We're not the software. I'm not Windows 10. I just use it to the best of my ability. I'm not the hardware. I'm not the, the Dell computer sitting next to me. That just does it all. That's the brain. Hardware, mind, is not physical. Software, Soul, not physical, programmer. So when we're not using the software, Conscious ideas, memes, thoughts, opinions, beliefs that we believe because it'll come up in our speech and our conversation that control the body. No, control is not a good word. Control um, connotes an idea that, hmm, that the thought, I have to age, is controlling the body. It almost connotes the idea that the thought and the body are separate, so I'm going to control you. But that's not how. The thought is in the body all the time. It's a hologram. So, if we have the thought, and we believe it, we haven't really looked at it and worked through, contemplated, and we really believe that we have to age, we will age. How can you not? Because we're the programmer so if we program the body that it has to age just by an unconscious belief in it, and we talk about how we get that unconscious belief, and everybody thinks you have to age, so I mean, why would you not believe it? 
every book, uh, except the ones that I write, every screen, every, you know, he just got age. And, oh, there's an 80-year-old guy and he looks like this, and that's in the subconscious, and then when you get 80, you're going to look like that. Not me. I'm not saying that from an egotistical way. I just learned how to do it. It's not really, as they say, rocket science. This is OneRadioNetwork.com. We're still operating sans telephone. It's in the mail any day. April 10th. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. It'd be so fun when the phones get back. Hi, Patrick. Should the sea salt you talk about be plain white? I've got some sea salt apparently off the coast of Baja, Mexico. Different brand than what you use. It's plain white. I thought there might be more gray color in there. How does yours look? It's white. I'll, I'll go downstairs and I'll bring the, the um, container of closest and show you. And I'll show you the sea salt. I think I threw away the box. But mine's white. And did the sulfur guy, Patrick McGeehan, pass away? Oh yeah, long ago. I mean, it's been, what, six, seven, eight years now. He was such a fun guy, a crazy guy. Yeah. Of how? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We all choose a way to go. You know, the point is that we we all choose a way to the way we go. You see, in my opinion, just my opinion, as souls, which we are, we unconsciously create diseases, and we know how we do that. So we're unconscious, we don't know that we're doing it. So we get sicker and sicker and um, unhealthier and older and less energy. And We do all this stuff, and then we go to the doctor and then it gets worse. And after a while, then we create something just to take us out because life is really not fun. So that's what happens, essentially. We die. Uh, in my opinion, that's what, what happens. That's how it works. Now, some people get dramatic and they really don't want to be here. I mean, really don't want to be here. And they're so unconscious and in such pain that they'll kill themselves or they'll be unconscious and look one way and walk out in the street and bam, bus hit you. You know, don't do that. If you don't want to be here any longer and you just had it fed up and you just want to leave, just, you know, just stop eating and stop drinking water and if you do that, you're probably going to become spiritually evolved 
beyond your wildest imagination and you want to stay. <laughs> you want to stay. You can do it. Don't eat, don't drink. Try fasting. That's what Jesus did. Seriously. I'm cereal. I'm gluten-free cereal. Let me, I want to go downstairs because I want to show you these things. Let's find a commercial here. One minute. I can do this in one minute. I can do anything you can do better. I can do anything better than you. Remember we said, sing that when we were kids? Okay. 60 seconds, go. We're talking with Brandon Amalani, and he is uh, the man who brings us the Blue Shield technology to keep us all those little EMFs from uh, doing harm to our body. Mr. Brandon, the Blue Shield is a really beautiful little cube, right? That's the main product. And how does this work? Well, the, the cube essentially sends out signals into the environment that entrain the body. So the body is affected by all these electromagnetic fields in, this, in the environment. Uh -huh. And when Blue Shield's introduced into the environment, the body starts sympathetically resonating with it. And what we found over 30 years of development is that the body prefers the algorithm, the frequency range, the randomization of frequencies that are exposed into the environment, and the body stops attacking EMF or perceiving EMF as a threat. And what this does is it normalizes white blood cell count, and it also starts to um, reduce inflammation markers from the body trying to attack the EMF. Wow. So essentially, what's happening is that the body is basically renormalizing and reallocating immune power to the body, and it makes the body stronger and more well-regulated. Good job, Brandon. That's an excellent explanation of how this technology works. It's called the Cube, the Blue Shield. See the ad on the front page. Use promo code ONE RADIO for a 10% discount. Get yourself one, take care of the whole house. That's Blue Shield right on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. There you go. And this is a little cube, 90 yards, goes out in your house. So get one of these guys. They're really cool. And then you can get one of these little puppies. See if I can see the red light. Oh, it's on. And put this in your pocket or your purse. Or both, if you're either or. And, <laughs> I don't know. and, uh, and this uh, helps you as you drive around the city with all the cell phone towers. Uh, beaming you up to Scotty. Beam me up, Scotty. So this is cool. And you can put this... I, I put it behind my chair because I got all this equipment. So might as well do the, do the best I can here. I am loving... I'm loving our hydrogen machine, boy. Oh, if... If you'd like to get a really wonderful piece of technology that I believe will take your health to another level, we don't make any claims. Um, people claimed earlier, George used to claim 
that the uh, hydrogen was the number one antioxidant, which plays into um, what Chris Kanabi said, that these seed oils uh, cause oxidation. And uh, Dr. Thomas Levy said that oxidation is the cause of disease. And he's right, oxidation is. Now, there have been other people suggested that hydrogen is not the number one kind of antioxidant. So I don't know. I think it is, but I don't know. But even if it isn't, um, I think Darko said that it wasn't, that it's just a food, and he's really big on him, Darko. We're big on Darko. Um, and that it's a food, it's energy, it's, it's chi, mana, divine spirit. Hydrogen is the, the hydrogen molecule is the most prolific molecule on the earth plane, out there everywhere. It's what we live on, essentially, hydrogen, because we're breathing. And it's an energetic thing as well. The stars, the planets, the moon actually live on hydrogen. It's the only molecule on both sides of the periodic table, Adam talks. Both, the only one. And it's top right. Top right and top left on the periodic table. Where am I? Pretty cool. Uh, use promo code 1RADIO for $100 off. It's the holy hydrogen Aquafix. Is that what it's called? Holy Hydrogen. I got that one wrong. Just Holy Hydrogen. So you breathe the gas and then you make the water. And it will make two quarts of water in 30 minutes, first thing in the morning. And... You can then drink the water and breathe the hydrogen molecules and it's feeding you. Now think about this. Or look at it this way. (laughs) Look at it that way. Um, Back in the day, way back, Folks used the ether, which is mostly hydrogen, to run machines long ago. I think this is how they made the pyramids. This is how they made these huge, huge castles, ornate, four or five hundred years ago. And you can, I've seen pictures of the insides of them, and they have these grids inside the dome and an antenna. And then they had water and as the battery. And they had energy three, four hundred years ago. They just had it. They could have built these huge castles and cathedrals with a wooden hammer, please. They had energy. They had electricity, what we know as electricity. 
and it all comes from hydrogen. Actually, it comes from God, energy, chi, divine spirit, and if you put that in the physical, the main ingredient is hydrogen and some other stuff. So, uh, taking this in is a beautiful thing. Japan has the leading uh, mission on the earth plane to use hydrogen uh, medically for healing and for um, healing and to just get stronger. They're really into it. There's some medical universities that have hydrogen in their ambulances when they send them out and they put them on hydrogen rather than oxygen. So it's very cool technology. We changed this one a few months ago because uh, it just had uh, better features that you wanted, uh, meaning um, not to use, um, people didn't like using lye, people didn't like having to clean the machine, the other one, and to drain it and do that all the time. Um, also, they wanted a way to finance it, which you can do here through Holy Hydrogen. Easy payments, one click, boom, last for your social. That's what I did. And um, you can uh, uh, and finance it over a year. People wanted that. Also, people wanted a quieter one, just easier to use, just more user-friendly and no maintenance. And um, there's a lot of data to show that there's even a pure form of this uh, hydrogen, a more food grade than we had before. So we think it's a, um, a better choice than what we had and why we changed. That, you don't have to get rid of the other one. It works fine. I used it for three years. So don't do that. Don't worry about it. But we just, you know, there's always another step. So it's the holy hydrogen. Hydrofix. I think that's the other word they use. Hydrofix. Promo code one radio on oneradionetwork.com. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Indeed it is, you little pumpkins, and we are live here on Monday, 10 April, OneRadioNetwork.com. Okay. Any moment the phone lines are going to... Any... This is the Randre, interesting name, from the UK. I wonder what that is. I really enjoy you talking about the mind and soul and body. Keep at it. I want to understand how this all works. Thank you. Well, we do on Fridays always, and then sometimes when we slip in and do an hour or so during the week, we'll talk about it as well. How did you learn this PSE? Um, how did I hmm. I would say Randre, I, I, I became aware of it. So it's not really something you can you can learn it learn the ideas 
from books and then you just get the idea but not to any detail as um, as I put out there I don't know I don't know of anyone and maybe Bruce Lipton gets real close to the holographic mind body thing he's cool um, you know it came about for me simply by one word desire I just I just want to know you know I just wanted to know I just got tired of being bonkers or tired of thinking or tired of not knowing or tired of getting myself into cattywumps that I didn't want to be in which we still do because we're all learning so I just, it was just a desire I want to know how this works so I have a spiritual teacher I work with on the inner planes and um, so ever since I really dug in with him or it just a state of consciousness more more intently and more, more focus and did spiritual exercises and practice and just just wouldn't let it go for years I don't understand what are thoughts and where they come from and, and how do I control them and who am I and blah, you know everything and it started about 40 years ago 1986 or 1980 when I really kind of whoa And then it's just an ongoing process of looking and seeing how it works. You have to look and see. You don't have to think your way through it. Just by paying attention every moment, we get to see how it works. So you know for yourself. Well, just like I've showed you with the mind, how that works. I didn't know that it worked that that beautifully or that eloquently until maybe a couple years ago. So it just takes time working with it. How does that work? You contemplate it, you think about it, um, and it helps to have a teacher. And how do you get a teacher? Just ask for it. Just ask. I want to have a spiritual teacher that can show me the ropes, baby, and be honest about it, and be sincere, and you will get introduced to may take a while. It may take you some steps to find the real deal, but they're out there. Um, just depends on what kind of karma one has to work with. But the real tip, the real key, is to write down everything you believe to be true and then cross it out I don't know that for sure. 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 I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't know that. And what do you know for sure? The only thing we know for sure is we're here in this moment and we're alive and we're aware. That's it. Get rid of everything else and start from there. Start from there. And it's, 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 um, it's a challenge because you start from there and you can last about two minutes and before you know it, we're all thinking about something that doesn't matter to anybody and then you go back and you just keep working with it until you just 
get over it and quit thinking about something that doesn't matter, which is 99% of the stuff out there. The only thing that matters is who you are and what you're doing here and what your goals are. That's all. Everything else is just decorations, the matrix. Money, governments, wars, politics. Woo. It's all there to keep you and me trapped. <laughs> trapped here. That's why God lets it go. Because, you, you know, people say, well, why doesn't God just kind of rub out all of this nonsense and then and we'd be good. Yeah, but then you don't know how you got there. If we don't understand and are aware of how the body heals and how we become more aware and how we, we grow spiritually, then we're useless because we don't know how we got to where we, we are. And unless we know, then we don't know how to stay there. And then... That's the problem with drugs. The problem with drugs. LSD, ayahuasca, whatever. Peyote, magic mushrooms. Marijuana. You you can get glimpses with some of these things in the right in the right um, atmosphere and setting. Rare, but you can. And uh, people did with LSD, like Timothy Leary and those folks. But where are they now? Did they die? Did they really change the world? No, they just did a lot of acid. Okay. Who cares? When did Timothy Leary really, where is all the information that he gained that helped change the world and help people evolve? It's not there because it didn't happen. He just went on acid trips because he liked them. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Proof's in the pudding. I mean, if all these people doing drugs, if, so anyway, if you get catapulted, and it is another reality, which you can get catapulted quickly, and it's like, whoa. And if you don't know how you got there, as soon as you have one thought of how did I get there, then you're out of it, and then you're done, and then, okay. So they do more drugs so they can have the same experience. Don't do it. You got to work, work your way through it. It's the only way it works and is sustainable, right? It's the only way it's sustainable is if you become more spiritually aware bit by bit and you know how you got there and you, you know. And then even though we always have free will, we can always fall off the wagon like the fallen angel and it, it can happen, you know. Happens all the time, but 
At least you could probably figure out how to get get back, I guess. This is from Jeff. I think the Russian and Ukrainian conflict is far darker than you believe it to be. The same money power families that control the monetary system in Russia and the Ukraine finance both countries to enter this conflict. Why? More debt, money power wins, fewer military, aged males in both countries, less resistance for future tyranny, money power wins. The money power are also creating a pretext to reduce oil supply to increase the prices a lot. This helps jack inflation and interest interest rates. The money power wins again on these Families finance the United States game, set, match. I don't know. Sure, I mean, I know the money boys. They control it all. Um, I suspect, however, that Putin is from a different cloth of, of um, dictators. Um, I just think he's different in some ways from the, the real dark money people. Um, they have the Russian Central Bank, but uh, I've never seen any evidence that the Russian Central Bank is owned by the same people that run the IMF, the World Bank, the UN. Putin doesn't like these people, and he said so publicly at the G7. I think Putin is getting together with Xi, Xi in China and Iran, and they're doing their own thing. And uh, is he a rascal? Yeah, of course. I mean, you don't become a head of a country unless you're a rascal and he kills he kills journalists he doesn't like just like everybody does around the world but uh, you know so that's all I can say about that we were talking about Oh, we were talking about sex and ejaculation and stuff. I love these ideas you ponder on your Friday show. Imagine the mind still, without any thoughts, clean, nothing coming up to distract us. And imagine life being always like this. You can do that. At least when it does come up to distract us, you see it clearly and just, that's it. And it's gone. This is my goal. Oh, good. To reach this state and stay there for as long as possible. Well, you're always going to be bouncing a little bit. So, you know, it, you know, it, it, it will come up. As long as you know it's just the mind and it's just, you know, bouncing off of some idea and then you just go and you're done, then, then you're back. Yeah. 
But the matrix is always trying to suck us in. We have to resist by ignoring it, not fighting it. I agree. Yeah, when you fight it, you're in, right? Like, what's the old saying? Uh, when you wrestle with pigs, you get dirty and they love it. So don't, yeah, I agree. By the way, what I said about sex has nothing to do with guilt or sin, I'm way beyond that religious nonsense. But since I am a libertarian, I have nothing against hedonist. If you want to live for the pleasures of the flesh, go for it. Some people will realize when they're 100 in a nursing home that it was useless life or next life, maybe they will get it. I'm 35 and I figured it out. I wonder how. What he figured out was, he says a monk life is better than a than sex without ejaculation if one wants to have a spiritual life and without distractions. I couldn't disagree more. Sex and ejaculation might feel good and it's a waste of energy, like you've said, just like pop, pooping a lot just because you eat a lot. Why eat a lot in the first place? We create problems just so we can waste lifetimes trying to fix them. I agree there too. But where I disagree with this emailer is, he's saying a monk's life with no relationship with a woman, he's a man, is better than having a relationship even when you have intimacy and not ejaculate. I couldn't agree, disagree more. Matter of fact, I think it's the easier way to evolve spiritually if you manage to uh, find a significant other of the opposite sex, or I guess the same, but that's your cup of tea, um, and uh, not waste your energy, guys, by ejaculating, but um, exchanging energy and using intimacy as a spiritual uh, platform, as Montak Chia, or it's been called, um, what is it? There's another word for it. What's the other word for it? Tantra. See how it came in? Tantra. That kind of thing. So I disagree. When you are with someone intimately, and you're intimately them with them spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, on all four levels, each of you can, with unconditional love, always help the other to get higher spiritually because they can they will see with everything, a touch or a word or a glance. And you can, it's rare, but it can be done. That's my goal. It can be done. So, uh, to just become a monk and not have sex, I think you're just, you're just taking the short, short way out. In my opinion, this will cause you to reincarnate more by doing it that, because you're just taking the easy way out, dude. Oh, okay, well, sex is a problem, I don't understand it, and I don't want to go there, so I just won't have any. Taking the shortcut, it's not going to work. You probably have to come back here until you figure the girl-boy thing out again. So, just my opinion. <clears throat>
Oh, so I got the answer. So I wrote this person back because it was such an interesting email. So I'll read to you what I just sent to them five days ago. But I didn't even read this one, but probably be close to what I just said. Well, this idea of mind still all the time is what God realization is all about. And we can do that this lifetime. Knowing at a soul level who you are, why you are, where you are, and what you're doing here, and why you and where you're going from here, this is the game we're in. I believe God is found also in the heart of the beloved, and that the idea of celibacy as advertised is a trap. The energy, focus, compassion, patience, elf, selflessness, actions, and unconditional love we learn with another price with another person is priceless. Yeah, Patrick, you said that's right. It's even priceless when you when you have a, 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 a dog or a cat or an animal. You can get very close to these souls and learn energy, focus, compassion, listening to them, selfless action, unconditional love, even with the dog. You leave the intimacy out. And I think case, oh, I didn't mean to say your name. Oh, well. If you contemplate this, you will find your spiritual awareness expands more easily because it will offer many more challenges. Uncomfortableness, indeed, but that's the whole point. Without obstacles, without getting uncomfortable, without having... um, I just realized I didn't record this. Oh well, we'll do it again someday. Um, so, but we're recording audio, so we'll have the audio. So that will be good. Yeah, this was some good stuff. Sorry I didn't record the video, but I just noticed the record button is not on. It's always something. Okay. So what do you say we wrap this puppy up because it is going to be lunchtime. And I have a little steak out there downstairs. It's got my name written all over it. You know, I'm eating about, it's just crazy. Uh, I only eat like three or four ounces of, of meat at a time and that's it. It's crazy, huh? It's amazing. Amazing, amazing grace. (laughs) Amazing grace. Okay, tomorrow I will see you with Susan Bradford. She's done some research on Jack Abramoff and he is one of the rascals of rascals. He's got the rascal thing, whoa, down. He's a rascal. And he's involved in all kinds of things. And then also Zoe Harkum. She's a, a tremendous a researcher. 
And we're going to dig into all the research around carbohydrates and should we be eating these things according to many studies that she understands. Fred Dashevsky, The Real World of Money on... Wednesday, and Varus Ahmad. Varus Ahmad on Wednesday at noon. For those of you listening to this on BitChute, the reason we just had the audio, we thought the audio was worth it, good stuff, but we didn't record the video, so that's why we didn't have the audio. Okay, that's okay. You get the good stuff. We had a lot of good things here that came through. I channeled Somebody. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where it's All right, kids, I love you. We'll see you tomorrow with uh, Zoe Harkham. Let me know if I can help. Thank you for your ongoing support. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com is my email address. If I can help, hope we have a phone soon. Thank you. May the blessings be. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.